Meanwhile, back at the Hall of Justice, our mild-mannered podcasters were bombarded by gamma rays, bitten by radioactive bugs, mutated by toxic waste, irradiated with cosmic rays, born into a world that doesn't understand them. Hello, everybody, and welcome to Talking Comics Women in Comics Week. I am Bobby Sherl, and I'm soon to be joined, of course, by Steve Say, Bob Ryer, and Stephanie Cook. But we're also going to be joined by some very, very special guests. This week, we're going to be talking to Trina Robbins, comic book historian. We're going to be talking to Fiona Staples, artist on Saga and... And we're going to be talking to the writer of the new Captain Marvel book, Kelly Sue DeConnick. All that, plus your regular Talking Comics podcast, where we are going to be discussing Comic-Con news. And, of course, on theme with our Women in Comics Week, we're going to be talking about our favorite female characters of all time. Also... It's not just audio stuff, folks. We've got stuff going up on the site, TalkingComicBooks.com. We're going to have top ten lists of our favorite characters. We are going to have character spotlights. We are going to be dealing with interviews with female creators. We are going to be doing articles about characters not in the New 52. And our first one is going to be centered on a female character. Of course, a very fan-friendly, fan-favorite character. All of that and more. Um, We are super excited for this week. And we are super excited to start out this week with Fiona Staples. Artist on the absolutely kick-ass saga by Brian K. Vaughn. Um, We're going to be joined by Fiona in just a second. But before we get to that, um, we want to know what you think out there about this week, about what we're doing your thoughts, your favorite characters at Talking Comics on Twitter, info at TalkingComicBooks.com, Facebook, Facebook.com backslash Talking Comics. And of course, leave comments on the site. Let us know how we're doing and what are your, some of your stories. If you're a lady listener and you have had problems at comic book shops or great experience at comic book shops, you've read some great stories about some great characters, please let us know. Um, we want this to be a positive week. We want this to be an awesome week. This is celebrating women in comics. This is not going to be negative, but there obviously are issues that are systemic in in the world and we're not, we might not be the best people to speak of them, but some of you out there might be. So please let us know again at Talking Comics. Um, but without further ado, let's get to our interview with the lovely and talented Fiona Staples. Okay, we are back and we are joined by a very special guest, Fiona Staples, who is the current artist on Saga. Um, how you doing, Fiona? I'm good, thanks. Hey, everybody. Good evening. 
It's uh, <laughs> great to have you here. Um, before we get started going into more you know, recent stuff, uh, I'd like to ask everybody, because I think the people out there like to know, how'd you get started uh, doing what you do right now? Oh, um, well, I started getting into comics as a reader, but mostly in high school. That's when I started actually going to the comic store and became interested in comics. Um, right after high school, I went to art college at the Alberta College of Art and Design. And um, I took like a illustration and character design program there, uh, which was pretty heavily geared towards narrative illustration, like storyboarding, um, projects related to like the video game field or the film field. Mm-hmm. Uh, and a lot of our projects were also, uh, well, one of them was uh, to do comic books. So I started getting interested in creating comics while I was in college. And uh, that was actually when my first book came out when I was in my last year of school. I got together with this um, local Alberta writer, Andrew Foley, and <laughs> we started working on some indie comics together. Mm-hmm. We did a, a title called Dent to Death. Mm-hmm. Um, and that was, my, that was my first real comic, I guess. Um, which came out in 2006. It was a five-issue miniseries, uh, sort of like a, a satire of the vampire genre, like a, a black comedy. Mm-hmm. And yeah, that was my, you know, my first step into the world of comics, I guess. We actually, our first guest ever on the show was Andrew Foley. Andrew Foley. Oh, you're kidding. <laughs> no, and I think... Um, I need to get that episode for sure. <laughs> Dunta Death was in like my, my top five or my top three uh, comics yeah. of the year last year. Yeah. Yeah, mm-hmm. I loved it. I thought it was awesome. Yeah, he's a smart guy, and I'm glad that I you know, got a chance to work with him so early in my career, because he really taught me a lot about the medium and about storytelling. Mm-hmm. Um, at the time, he told us then, he was like, oh yeah, and, uh, Fiona Staples, she's working on this Brian K. Vaughn uh, book and everything, so it's a, it's a funny kind of symmetry. Now that yeah. you're on the show, <laughs> indeed. Uh, yeah, he had lots of good words to say about you. Yeah, and he was a big advocate, and... definitely. Oh, that's mm-hmm. nice. good to hear. <laughs> he prepared us for you know how great you are. So <laughs> <laughs> that's very good of him. <laughs> uh, so you talked about working with Andrew Foley. Um, what's it like working with uh, Brian K. Vaughn right now on Saga? Uh, well, Brian is amazing to work with. Honestly, he's um he's a really open collaborator. He's really creative and really intelligent and I just um I really enjoy his scripts. Like it's actually fun to just sit down and read through the script as soon as I get it. That's like one of the most exciting parts of the job is just to read the scripts because they're that good. <laughs> so um yeah, because of his you know, his skill and uh just overall intelligence, I guess, that makes Saga a really, really great book to work on. And how did you end up kind of getting together with him and working on this book? Um, he just sort of emailed me out of the blue one day, like last spring. Uh, and we'd never spoken before, so <laughs> I just uh, <laughs> opened my email one day and there it was. That must have been pretty exciting. Yeah, yeah, definitely. And I didn't really know what to make of it at first. But. <laughs> <laughs> Were you familiar with his work beforehand, or? Uh, yeah, I hadn't read his entire library, but I oh. read like uh, Why the Last Man and um, Pride of Baghdad, um, some of Ex Machina. Oh, very nice! Uh, and yeah, I knew I knew enough sort of to know what I was getting into. <laughs> and then you guys met for the first time, I believe, at Image Expo, right? 
Um, actually, San Diego last year. Oh, okay, okay. And that was where we announced Saga. Oh, very nice. And yeah, we did get to hang out some more at Image Expo, which was super fun. Uh, Fiona, I was just wondering, do you guys work uh, full script or is it more Marvel method with Brian? It's a full script. It's not outrageously detailed or anything, but uh, it's all laid out there, um, broken down by panel. Steve, you had a question about kind of the designs in, in Saga, right? Yeah, I had um, a couple of art questions, actually. Um, I'm really curious as to what are some of your favorite colors to work with? Favorite colors? Um, well, I have, like, my custom palette set up in Photoshop, right? Oh, nice. With, like, all my favorite swatches that you, I like to What do you use. have on there? <laughs> There's, um, use a lot of brown. <laughs> Brown's pretty good. Um... <laughs> I don't know. I, I used to try to use like the same five colors for everything. So all of my comics would have this very muted look. Um, but for Saga, I'm trying to branch out a little bit and try to use all the colors. Right. Um, that leads me to my other question. Um, where do you like, where do you mentally have to go to find the inspiration for all of the planets and like the populace of Saga? Like what was your inspiration for when you create for that? Um, well, the script is always my starting point. Uh, like, Bren, like I said, doesn't give me an outrageous amount of detail. Usually just a short description of a character or a setting, like one or two sentences, uh, but enough to go on. Yeah. And then I'll just start using my imagination and start doing a bunch of research to flesh it out a little bit more and just uh, build on what he's already given me. Are any of the characters from... Um saga is something that you've created or pitched to him um no generally i just follow his lead i think <laughs> except for i guess the two main characters marco and alana our husband and wife team uh those are actually the two that he gave me uh the least direction on hmm. so the way they look is probably mostly for me I suppose. I think it's, the only the only descriptors he gave me for Marco and Alana were that um, they're a young, attractive couple, and she has sort of insect wings, and he has ram horns. <laughs> but other than that, they could be anything. So. That's awesome. Yeah, I find the art to, um, I mean, I'm sure this is a compliment. It reminds me a lot of uh, Jim Henson's work, like something out of okay. Labyrinth, the robot heads and things like that, some of the creatures that you have. It's very, very cool. Oh, that's wonderful. I've never heard that before, but I'll take it. <laughs> that's great. Thank you. No problem. Um, so we talked about Andrew Foley. We talked about Brian K. Vaughan. If you could work with any other writer, who would it be? Who's like your dream team? Oh, um, well, I'd really love to work with Brian Wood again. Mm-hmm. I mean, technically I have. We did a Northlanders one shot and I did some covers for him, but I think he's like really one of the one of the best writers out there and he's like a really sensitive and intelligent approach and I really enjoy his scripts and his ideas. So I don't know, someday I'd like to do something else with, with Brian Wood. Very nice. Um, so um, what would be to you, what's your mo- the most challenging project you've ever worked on? And uh, you know, what was the most challenging part of that project? Um, I think Saga is definitely the most challenging project because it doesn't have an end. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> just, just the idea of doing an ongoing is sort of mentally intimidating, mm-hmm. I guess. Uh, 
because it, it never really lets up. <laughs> <laughs> or at least I, I'm hoping it never lets up. Right. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Just uh, um, interesting. In, in terms of like the the workload, mm-hmm. I think Saga is the most the most challenging, but also the most rewarding. I had no, I didn't even know it's that it was ongoing. I thought that the, that it was set. No. So like maybe like sixteen. That's awesome. It's an I ongoing am, series. Yeah, I am excited. <laughs> um, uh, well, we're gonna break it up into you know shorter story arcs, mm-hmm. and yeah. then maybe take one or two months off in between. But gonna try to keep it going, you know, long term. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. Um, I've got a question for you. Uh, have you ever thought about trying your hand at writing and maybe doing a creator-owned project at some point? Um, I, I I don't know. I do a little bit of. Uh, personal work just to try to work on my writing, but I don't think I'm at the level yet where I would write my own comics, uh-huh. but I'm working on it. Nice. Mm-hmm. Um, so with all the work you're doing on saga and such, do you have time to uh, read any books yourself? Um, a handful. I read a handful of, of comics. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm following a bunch of other image books, actually, <laughs> <laughs> not just to show for image, but right. I'm really enjoying glory. Mm-hmm. Um, Thief of Thieves, Fatal, um, Prophet's really good as well. I know they're doing a lot of really cool genre stuff. You know, I love crime books. I love sci-fi. Um, and yeah, there's a lot of cool stuff coming out of Image right now. But aside from that, I'm, I've always followed all the all the goon and Hellboy stuff that comes of Dark Horse. Mm-hmm. And I've read Scalped from the beginning, and that's sadly about to wrap up but i'm following that very cool um steve viewing more questions you want to you want to shoot out there not at the moment bobby not at the moment <laughs> all right so I, I, oh, I Bob, go bob's got uh, some. yeah steve showed us a cover a little while back and i don't know has it come out yet josie and the pussycats oh there you that go that was yeah. incredible Thank what, you. Was, what was the genesis of that, How, <laughs> that did they really approach you or did they come to you how did that um, project come about um yeah, the, uh, we'd been talking about doing something for a while. Uh, Alex Segura uh, at Archie asked me to do it, and I knew, I knew him from when he worked for DC. So we had talked about doing like a variant cover, and then I finally had time to do it. And they needed like a a variant featuring Josie, who's just appeared in the Life with Archie like future storyline. Mm-hmm. So I got to do like a grown up version of the band. I think like ten years in the future. Yeah, sort of the Joan Jett version of Josie and the Pussycats. I really, yeah. really enjoyed that cover. <laughs> it was I know, it was a blast to do because I've always loved Archie. I was like those were the first comics that I ever read probably. <laughs> so, always they, been an Archie fan. If they pitched <laughs> an idea for a book to you, would you do an Archie book or are you exclusive to Image? Oh yeah, I mean if I could find any way to fit it in. I'd love to do more Archie stuff. Totally. Oh, great. Very, very cool. <laughs> um, we had a, a question actually from a, a listener uh, on Twitter. This is from Hugh Pari, uh, H underscore Paz uh, on Twitter. And he said, uh, what is the process you go through when forming how a character looks and their various facial expressions? Um, let's see. To start with the design process, um, Again, usually I just start with whatever I'm given in the script. Mm -hmm. And then I look at all of the other characters in our cast, and I think of a way to set the new character apart um, so that they're all easily identifiable. Mm -hmm. And those are the main things that I try to keep in mind when I'm designing a new character. And then I just think about uh, their character, their personality, um, and how I can best express that with, like, their size and their clothing and their hair. Um, 
And then for when I'm actually drawing the comic and trying to come up with facial expressions, I, again, just, like, refer to the script because the script is, like, my Bible. Mm-hmm. Um, and I read the dialogue that's coming out of their mouth in that panel. I think about what they're saying and, you know, how they feel when they're saying it, what's going on around them, how they're reacting. Um, so I guess there's, there's a lot of things that I try to consider when I'm, when I'm posing them and coming up with their facial expressions. Mm-hmm. And then finally I just get in front of the camera and like act it out and shoot a ton of photo reference. Oh, wow. <laughs> That's really cool. That's awesome. Um, you need to post that as a video. <laughs> oh yeah. That'd be really humiliating. <laughs> Making faces at yourself. Yeah. <laughs> That's awesome. I mean, when you get some of those pages from Brian, there's some pretty out there stuff in the book. I mean, do you mm-hmm. sometimes, do you get inspired by that? Or is it, you're like, wow, I don't know how I'm going to, you know, get to this place or what have you? Um, I don't know. I don't really worry about it. I think <laughs> <laughs> it was a weird sci-fi fantasy story from the beginning. So right. whatever happens, I just try to like take it in stride, I guess. <laughs> But I think it, it's, it. it's the human emotional. It's at core, it's a family book mm-hmm. it, it, with all yeah. that wonderful other stuff going on. It, it's your art and those people that are selling it. Otherwise, it's just another set of monsters running around. So, <laughs> kudos to you for that. Thank you. Sometimes it's actually the more quiet scenes that are more challenging because mm-hmm. if you just have five pages of like um, a serious conversation about Marco and Alana's relationship, no other characters involved, it's just the two of them talking for a few pages. Um, that's when it gets hard to make it visually interesting and to sell the drama. It's way easier if it's like an orgy or like a massive battle <laughs> like that, because that's sort of automatically exciting and visually arresting. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I have a question. Um, is there any particular uh, creature or anything that you're excited about in, in the coming issues that like you just can't wait to reveal? Maybe a name? Oh yeah. Um, well, I can't really say anything about it, but we meet we meet some new players on the very last page of issue six, mm-hmm. which is the end of our first story arc. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I really can't I can't say anything. Oh, <laughs> some new cast members are arriving, and they're going to change everything. All right, so that's what we should look for. That you're particularly excited about them. Yeah. yeah, awesome. Very very cool. Um, so. Um, obviously we're doing this whole woman in comics week and, um, we were wondering, you know, are there any, uh, female creators, artists, writers, what have you, that you think our listeners should be looking out for out there? Um, well, the first one who comes to mind for me is Rebecca Isaacs. I think she's, she's just wonderful. Uh, she was the interior artist on Deviate, which I did the covers for. Oh yeah, that's a fantastic series. Yeah, yeah. Lately, she's been working on Angel and Faith for Dark Horse, which was just nominated for a Harvey. So she's doing really well, and she's doing some beautiful work. Um, Yeah, and her, you know, her acting and her facial expressions are really (laughs) excellent as well. She does it better than I can, so I would definitely look up her work. All right, look up Angel and Faith. Very cool. Um, So. Stephanie, Bob, any, see any more questions? Not well, actually, oh, oh, Stephanie, no. go ahead. Yeah, in terms of the facial expressions and recording yourself, is that something that they taught you to do in school, or is that just something that you kind of adapted to help you with um, your art? Um, I don't know. It was something that I knew most of the artists that I look up to just did. Like most of the great artists 
that I that I admire and use photo reference. Um, most of the great, you know, illustrators of the 20th century all shot photo reference. As soon as cameras became available, artists started using them. So um, I just started shooting photos whenever I felt like I was stuck on something. And it really helped me learn about anatomy, learn about drapery, and just, just nail this stuff. So I don't think people should be afraid to use photo reference at all. Like, there's definitely no shame in it. There's nothing wrong with that. Hmm, cool. Um, I have one more question. If you could choose any like major iconic character to do an entire run for, like like a Batman or Superman, who would you choose? Um, I don't know. I'm not like a, I'm not that into superhero stuff, but I'd probably choose a big fantasy character like. Red Sonia or something like that, or like that Vampirella. Would be really cool. I know somebody that would really <laughs> do that. Ridiculous. <laughs> well, what about? All right. Well, then, what about an independent uh, series or character? If you like, if you like the the image stuff, like if you could take over an image book, which one would it be? Um. Oh boy. Like somebody I was going on vacation. Like a, <laughs> I think it'd be cool to draw a relaunch of Aphrodite Nine. Ooh which is that image series in the late 90s. That was one of the first comics that I got into when I was in high school, when I was like 15. I saw it on the shelf and it was like this. That's Robot awesome. woman with like a little tiny skirt and a crop top. And <laughs> giant guns. And I was like, oh, she's sexy and tough. <laughs> How novel. Because <laughs> are- I'd never seen a comic before. So. That's awesome. Those are all over uh, our local comic book shop. Those yeah. are all over the walls, dude. I have to go check those out. <laughs> I think you could pitch that idea to Image. I think they would. They wouldn't say no. I'd read it. <laughs> I'm pretty sure it's safe to say that if I saw your name on anything, I would read it. And you know, even though you're just doing the art for it, but your art is phenomenal. And I know a lot of people have been singing your praises, and we are of those people as well. Indeed, <laughs> encouraging. Thank you. <laughs> Absolutely. So um, thank you so much, Fiona, for your time. Uh, it was great to talk to you. Um, so you've got, uh, of course, Saga on the shelves right now. Is there anything else that you're working on that's coming out or um, that we should look for? Mm-hmm. No, Saga is dominating my life. Okay. <laughs> Saga is dominating your life. Um, I the odd cover in the future, but um, just uh, look forward to more Saga. Awesome. Are there any projects of friends of yours that we should be looking for? Um, let's see, my friend Ryan Ferrier is doing an indie book called Tiger Lawyer, which is getting buzz right now. So so great. (laughs) Definitely look up Tiger Lawyer. It's exactly what it sounds like. Tiger Lawyer. Is it a tiger in a suit? Yeah, it's a lawyer tiger. Holy shit. I am so down for that. (laughs) I think they actually, they may have just wrapped it up, but they had a Kickstarter, I believe, or Indie. Does he claw people as an objection? Yeah, Yeah, he's funding for the second or third issue. I think they're working on the third issue now. Yeah, I remember seeing the funding, and, you know, if I had any money, I would be all over supporting that (laughs) because it's a tiger lawyer. That sounds amazing. (laughs) I got to see that. That's so, so. cool. <laughs> All right. Awesome. All right, Fiona, thank you so much for your time, and we will be right back after this.
I want to thank Fiona again for being here and for talking to us. Uh, she was really great. Um, if you want to follow her on Twitter, she is at Fiona Staples. So just her name, at Fiona Staples. Um, that is it for our show for right now. Um, we are going to be back on Wednesday with our regularly scheduled Talking Comics podcast. But then Thursday, you're going to hear from Kelly Sue DeConnick, author of the new Captain Marvel book. And then on Friday, we're going to hear from Trina Robbins, who is an absolute delight. You guys are going to love her. She has a breadth of experience and she really delivers a great, great interview. Um, Again, we are so excited to be doing this right now at Talking Comics on Twitter, info at talkingcomicbooks.com. Talkingcomicbooks.com is the website. Thank you very much, guys. And until next time on Talking Comics, to be continued. 